David and Baron, here we are. Good to be with you. We are here disrupting the drift, the drift of common thinking, the drift of just old default ways of being and acting habits that that you do consistently in repetition that aren't getting you the results, that aren't getting the you the life you want. So we're here in conversations that are designed to disrupt the drift. I've got some quotes from uh, Nietzsche. Here's the first one. Give me your best uh, take on this. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want their illusions destroyed. What do you get from that? That truth is self-evident. That is absolutely 100% true. I mean, that's it. The truth is an iconoclastic thing. It and, and you know it's weird though because there are there's different kinds of degrees of truth. Some truths support the ideas that you want to believe. Some truths destroy them. So it depends upon, you know, where you're coming from. I mean, I always want to hear the truth. I don't care. I don't have any provisos. No, you can't tell me that truth because that truth is disturbing to me. Hell no! I'll just take the truth, right? But if you don't want to, it's like if somebody is overeating and they're they're escaping into food. They don't want to hear that truth. They want they want to say a person that smokes, for example, I can quit any time. Yeah. What? They get defensive. They make smoking right. It's the only thing that relaxes me. It makes me more alert. I can focus more on my work or uh, yada, yada. Uh, it's the way I relax. They make it a wrong right, an illusion uh, right. And, and look, they have the right to do that. And yet, the truth. So here I'm going to read again. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want their illusions destroyed. Okay. Well, see, and there again, it's the word illusions, which is it's it is specifically identifying what people are involved with that is illusory, which means it's not real to begin with. So that's where it's really that's yeah. where it's really clear. Your illusory or your false beliefs destroyed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. False beliefs destroyed. And most people are walking around the planet. Look, and I include myself on that. I don't, I, I know what, to whatever degree I'm awake, I'm awake. And I know that uh, I'm awake enough to know that I have a lot of illusions still. <laughs> but the, but the, the, only the truth and the truth alone can set us free. And set us free from what? Well, from all those illusions. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Buddha said something. He said there's three causes and only three causes to all suffering in life. So the attachment, illusion, and aversion, like resistance. Resistance, yeah, illusion, and attachment. He said those are the three roots to all suffering for a human being. So this quote here is interesting. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they want their because they don't want their illusions destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And most people have a they're under a, a hypnotic uh, compulsion to defend their illusions because you know it's when a person believes they're right um, that 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 belief fuels their desire to feed more deeply into what it is. So it's a belief. It's a belief based thing entirely. Illusions can. I mean, an illusion is an illusion. It's like if you're in a movie 
and you're getting drawn into the, the action or the drama, you're, it's not there. It's just not real. It's not real at all. But your mind is making it so. So that's, that's sort of a correlation right there. Okay. One more quote. Let's do one more. Maybe two. Maybe two. We'll see how long this one takes us. So again, Frederick Nietzsche, that which does not kill us makes us stronger. What do you get from that one? I mean, it's profound beyond description, but let's put it this way. As an environmentally connected organism, we have to have challenges in our lives that define who we are. And if that challenge kills us, then that has defined who we are. If, if, if something is too much and it overwhelms them, that defines that portion of our life. In, in an ideal situation, you will get stronger. You necessarily get stronger in order to overcome. So we need the challenges of life. We need the problems of life in order for us to work our way out of them. It's like a, you, you told me that um, it's something about the breaking through the egg. Uh, Khalil Gibran, the pain you feel is the breaking of the shell that encloses you. Yeah, the, the, the pain you feel is the breaking of the shell that encloses you. Yeah. It's, again, yeah. it's so deeply profound because if you don't have that pain, you cannot grow. If people want to find themselves in a pure comfort zone, which most people do, I mean, everybody, not everybody, but, you know, a, um, a uh, Green Beret or a Marine, they have to go through a process where they put them to the test to see how they will function in, at a time of extreme dist distress, right? The, the ones that wash out, they are not meant to go forward because they can't handle that. So they don't grow, but the ones that do grow eventually become the, 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 the war fighters, the warriors. So there, there you go, right there. That's it. Yeah, yeah, no, so good. Yeah, adversity, adversity, struggle, opposition is, is, pre is preparatory for living true, for tapping one's potential, or it's, it's adversity and struggle are preparatory for uh, greatness of, of a higher order. You know, and, and then, adv yeah, and adversity, I know in my own life, adversity is really the mother of creativity. It's where I've, whenever I've been really up against adversity, uh, opposition, or struggle, it's always, there's, there's been the opportunity to quit, the opportunity to just stop, the opportunity to just, yeah, check out. Be resigned or or grow like something to like it takes that adversity and hitting the floor you know bottom hitting bottom or having opposition and struggle that brings out the creative force i think it's where god speaks to us is at our lowest points if you look at i mean if i think of every great uh person you know uh, that i've read about whether it's like a churchill or a gandhi or Jesus, or a Socrates, or a Martin Luther King. If you look, people have been highly, whatever you want to call that, successful, or have risen to, a, to a, an extraordinary level of something in the world. It, they, will all, they always speak to the, the it, well, it was the adversity. It was the suffering. You know, Jesus' most 
profound moments was when he was nailed up on the cross, you know, in total, like, like the total opposition to, you know, uh, at the, the precipice of, you know, death, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and in there is like a re, a rebirthing, a kind of, but yeah, adversity is the mother of creativity. It's, I, I, without adverse, you know, I think adversity is what carves and shapes leaders. I, I, I have to comment on what you said about Jesus. Yeah. Because it occurs to me that hanging up there on that cross, from that, only from that vantage point, could he see the, the, the world as it, in it entirely as it actually was, that they did not know what they were doing. Because he uttered, forgive them for they know not what they do. But what he saw so clearly was that they were all under compulsion to act out these, these behaviors, these, the, the sins that what you want to call them sins, the sins of life, they're all hypnotic by nature. And here he is hanging there, taking his last breath and seeing it as clearly as you could ever possibly see anything that the world is under a hypnotic curse. And they are compelled. People are compelled to do the things they do. And he said, forgive them, which means to see that they cannot help themselves. And that's part of what we have to face in our own lives. I mean, what, what Nietzsche said was people don't want their illusions destroyed. If you allow your illusions to, to be destroyed, you're going to see the world not as you are, but as it is. And nobody wants to see the world as it really is. They want to see it as they are, yeah. sadly. Yeah. That is so good. All right, David, this is so good. Always good. And um, two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two thumbs up for us. And um, if to those of you listening, if you've got any value from the show here, please share the show with everyone in your life, people close and people far, uh, so that they can share in that value too. All right. Thank you. Take care.